Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week, we are uh, a couple weeks before Christmas, uh, and we're going to take our couple weeks off, as we stated before. I have two of the ladies with me tonight, uh, Adrian and Jessica, and I believe Milford and Melanie will jump in, in later on. So we were chatting before we started recording and decided to, you know, as the conversation was evolving, we were like, why are we not recording this? So anyway, so <laughs> we were talking about, and I guess I don't know the exact date it dropped. I know in the last episode they were, uh, before I was on, Adrian and Milford were talking about the uh, Captain Marvel trailer and kind of broke that down and we're going over stuff on that. And since then, the Avengers 4 Endgame trailer had been released. I don't remember when, I guess it was sometime last week. Uh, but anyway, I had watched it then, and I watched it again earlier today. So we were just kind of chatting about that. Uh, and so uh, so we were talking before, and I had asked, because I hadn't seen the Ant-Man or the Ant-Man and the Wasp movies, and I had was very confused on why Ant-Man was at the end of said trailer at Cap's front door. Actually, I'm not even sure where they were. Who's how? I think it's Avengers headquarters. It right? was the he- oh yeah because they did show an overhead shot of yeah. yes their headquarters. So Cap and uh, Black Widow are there talking and trying to figure out whatever's going on, and then all of a sudden there's Ant Man or you know in his regular form <laughs> standing at the front door. <laughs> so Adrian, it's a go. Would you say he was because at the end of Ant the first right. one or the second one? The second one. So what happens in the first one is you discover that. They're the original Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is Michael Douglas and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, when many, many years ago, they learned how to go sub, subatomic. Thank you. <laughs> My husband in the next room. Um, and which you could get to the size of a, a nucleus, essentially. But 
that essentially meant suicide because you just would just keep going tinier and tinier and tinier and tinier and then end up in some, I don't know, like a subatomic state forever. So um, at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one, they figured out how to kind of control that a little bit better. And so they're doing an experiment of it in Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, uh, goes subatomic and then you hear him like calling out to the wasp which at this point is played by Evangeline Lilly and her parents and he's like good joke guys whatever go on bring me back up or whatever and uh, the camera pans up and they've been dusted so it, the timeline of Ant-Man and the Wasp and Infinity War are essentially at the same time. Is so that the, the official terminology now that they're dusted? I don't know. I guess so. Because <laughs> I can't find it anywhere of just what that's called. So I was just wondering. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, what else do you say? Because they weren't really, I don't want to say killed. No, because you know that Endgame is going to be about figuring out how to bring them back in some right. shape. Some, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And they're not killed like, say, Gamora was killed. Or, vis- say- or Vision. Or vision, right. right. So um, that's the terminology I'm using. I don't know. I like it. Um, and I spent a lot of time on Reddit, and I'm pretty sure that's what they use. So I don't know. But anyway, um, so that's kind of where that ties into the in-game trailer because of, uh, you see Bruce Banner kind of flipping through those holographic images of right. the unknowns. And uh, and when I saw I saw the trailer prior to seeing Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I thought that Ant-Man had been dusted um, as well. And then to see him show up at the end of the trailer, I got really excited because I figured maybe he learned how to save himself in whatever, you know, kind of realm they're end up in or whatever. But, um, but someone, I was talking to somebody at work about it over the week and they were saying that this subatomic ability to go in and out is going to be important potentially in Endgame. And that's why Paul Rudd's Ant-Man character will be such a game changer, him coming back to the- Gotcha, um, right. So I don't know, I can't figure out how that would work personally, except- Uh, Me neither. I mean, unless you go out and gather every tiny particle- Particle? And try to push them back together. A giant giant net, yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed that trailer and I watched it several times myself and I'm very curious. I'm still, I'm trying to stay as spoiler free as possible. Like I don't oh, want to too. talk to anybody. I don't want to watch any of those Easter egg things that no. you were talking about earlier. Like I don't want to watch the yeah, 10 minute videos. I just want to go. I cannot wait to go into that movie and just see how it all plays out. Yeah, same here. Last time I spent probably an hour muting every word I could think of on Twitter, Twitter, even with like misspellings. Yes. And I'm probably, I think I'm going to do the same thing because I really liked going into, I went to Infinity War, honestly, with zero spoilers and it made it so much better because it's so rare to have that happen now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'm going to really try. And and when is (laughs) that? March or May? Uh, April. 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 It was originally May, but then the end game trailer said April. Okay. I think they moved it up a little bit. And Captain Marvel is what is March? March. Yes, I think you're right. I think, yeah. So, okay. Another going theory that I read was, you know, Tony Stark, you know, he's the narrator of the trailer, basically. And him, 
you know, all of his scenes are in this weirded, muted blue green. Yes. And then there's a specific scene where he's kind of at the front of the ship looking out and there's a red light that's on his face instead of the muted green blue. So there was a bunch of speculation as to what that red light might mean and if that's his saving grace. Oh. Um, so there was some speculation that it might have been Captain Marvel herself okay. will be the one that will save him. Um, something else that maybe even Ravagers. So those ships kind of had that uh, reddish tint. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there was no sign of... Uh of rocket in the trailer no none no rocket none. and no uh no dr strange what he got dusted right oh, he, yeah he's gone um yeah, but i think they showed everybody else not uh, yeah. war, except and not war machine either i didn't see him right right was falcon dusted i'm trying yes. to remember yes on okay the, on the planet yeah on okay. uh on wakanda, wakanda or in wakanda um yeah yeah, it's just those. It's basically the original six and Rocket that were left. Right. Yeah. See, now my thing is what I was thinking about. So, so Thanos did the snap. You know, the glove got destroyed. You know, it. it you know, I don't, so all this are the, all the stones destroyed? Are they in a weakened state? Is that that was a once and done thing? He, you know, the, he, they showed him walking through like a field with the gauntlet still on, but I think that was right. playing off of the end of, of uh, Infinity War because I think there was that scene as well where he's walking back right. on Titan to where his throne was and everything. So maybe that was just a callback to that. So I'm sure he's still powerful, but he can't. Mm-hmm. He, it's not like he's uh, like they, if they all are together again, they shouldn't have much of an issue defeating him. I, and I don't think that's the that's the deal now because. He's done what he wanted to do, so right. I, I think maybe. So it's, will he be the villain, or or is there something else? Or will it be a movie about getting them just getting, getting their friends back? Everybody, right? Just writing well, writing the wrong because then I think that depends totally if they start do it, messing with time, right? Because if you keep going back in time before the snap, he's still the villain. But if that's right. not part of the story, right. then not. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, if they yeah, let's see, let's go back in time and not have uh, Star Lord come and get mad because Gamora's dead. Because then they basically <laughs> had the glove off of him. <laughs> right. But to be fair to him, Thor did not go for the head, which he would have also been helpful. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But he's pretty, so you know he gets to make mistakes. <laughs> Listen, Chris Pratt is pretty too, so. True, Man, true. But. Everyone in that movie is pretty. It's, it's <laughs> true. <horrible. laughs> it is true. Uh, so yeah, but I'm, I feel like we we've talked a lot about Marvel, but it's it's so impressive. And and Christopher and I, were, my husband and I, were talking about it the other day after we watched Ant Man and the Wasp. And then we got on the CW to watch an episode of Supernatural, and so the you know the CW has all of these DC comic right. shows, and every time we see a commercial for them, it's man, Marvel really, really has it going on, you know, when you compare it to the DC universe and yeah. how well over the past ten years they've created these characters that we can debate this long on a trailer. Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So, well, because I mean, you're in, you're invested in these characters. This is it's going yeah. been going. It's 
you know, the origins and the spin-offs and the together movies for yeah, for 10 years. So, you know, if you've yes. been a fa- I mean, I'm a late fan to all this. It's only been within the past 2 years or two and a half years that I've jumped on the MCU train and, you know, trying to catch up and then, you know, talking with you guys and and watching movies when I can is just, and I still haven't seen all of the individual ones just because I, you know, and with talking with you guys, I've just kind of hit the high point ones and eventually I'll get to the fillers and the seconds and the thirds to some of them. But uh, Mm -hmm. for now, I think I've hit all the ones that I really need to, to see to get myself, you know, on a, I think I have a good general basic knowledge of everybody and what their deal is. So, Right. You know, and I've looked what? stuff up as, you know, listening to you guys with the, before I was on in the last episode, you know, about stuff. It was stuff I had, I had remember reading as well when Infinity War was coming out. Just wanting to learn more about Thanos' background and, and Marvel and Captain Marvel and how that all came about and the Celestials. And there's such a deep, deep uh, origin and history to some of these characters that that most people don't know unless you follow the comics. And I had no idea about any of that until I just started going down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I I assume it's true in the comics for DC as well, but one thing they haven't done in their movies is kind of develop the interpersonal relationships between the superheroes. I think that's part of why Marvel has such an edge. Like, you know, all this huge backstory between Iron Man and Captain America, right? But then when you see Batman and Superman, there's right, you there's don't nothing. really get why they're pissed at each other. There's kind right. of no backbone there. No. Mm-hmm. And like the cartoons had like the, you know, I remember watching the Justice League cartoons, but never worrying about because they were cartoons, so they didn't really deep dive into like past histories. It was just, you know, Wonder Woman, Superman, you know, Aquaman and Green Lantern and I don't know whoever else was involved <laughs> in it and it was that's all you had because there wasn't stuff for Marvel characters back then other than the comics so right but yeah I definitely uh, I don't watch any of the TV series from either franchise so I don't know but uh, I've definitely heard that the DC stuff is not as deeply rooted or and seems not as uh, not as well done I guess I mean with the exception of Wonder Woman you know because that right. was excellent that movie but, was yes. fantastic yes agreed Yep, I totally agree. Agreed, agreed. That was very, very good. But unfortunately, that seems to be the exception and not the rule. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I went into Justice League really enthusiastic, actually, because I thought now that Wonder Woman's here, they're getting their shit together. But no, right. it was it was no. rough. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. And and I haven't even entertained watching it because you you know here between that one and Batman versus Superman that I you know I'd heard was awful as well. I just didn't bother. Yeah. <laughs> So. I get to see so few movies that aren't chosen by my children. Yeah. That <laughs> very right. picky. Very picky. Absolutely. You're 100% <gasps> correct. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else of note that was in there that, but I don't think so. I think it was a good non revealing trailer other than the, but like you said, Adrian, if I had seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, I probably would have understood the Paul Rudd scene. But I, I like right. you was like, Oh my God, where the hell did he come from? And I, was thinking, exactly. I, I was trying to think I was like he wasn't in Infinity War and I couldn't remember the reason why he wasn't and I was like I'm trying to backtrack in my head and then they, you know they showed uh, Hawkeye and I was like he wasn't in it either and I remember I kind of remembered why he wasn't I was like alright so he came back he wasn't dusted and I was like I don't know it's odd you know they only showed that one scene of Thor just looking down or whatever and that was it 
There's yeah. a lot of Tony and and Captain America with tears going down his face. I don't want to talk <laughs> about the, it. Listen, and the beard is gone. The beard, I'm not he's, pleased. He's clean. Oh, he's clean I like cap him without again. the beard. Yeah, I, I like, like it both ways, but I mean, me too. <laughs> When I when the trailer dropped, so many people sent me messages saying, "I know you're gonna go beat up Thanos for that tear." <laughs> like you don't even understand. <laughs> Fangirling at its highest over there. <laughs> well, he deserves it. Did you see? Um, speaking of Captain America, did you see um, Chris? Oh, gosh, there's 18 million Chris's. Which one is he? He's Chris Evans. Evans. Thank you. Um, his uh, tweet after his final shoot reshoots. Yes. He was like, yes. thank you all for the last 10 years. And everybody was freaking out thinking, yes. oh, gosh, that means he definitely dies. Dies, right. Everybody ready I mean, we yeah. kind of knew that. But having him sort of confirm it was just rough. Because I think him and the same with uh, Robert Downey Jr., right? Like, yes. The, it, it's got to right. be. Well, I think. Yeah. I th- and I think we talked about it when Infinity War came. I, I think Robert Downey Jr. just didn't want to do it anymore. I think he's just done. Um, you know, how, how much can they de-age him every every couple of years for a new movie, you know? Well, and he was the first one. He Iron was the Man first one, the yeah. Thing. Right, absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. Speaking of de-aging, again, to go back to Ant-Man and the Wasp, because it's what's fresh on my mind, but I'm pretty sure they didn't have to do any of that to Michelle Pfeiffer. It's really not fair how perfect genetically she is. No, I don't think so, yeah. She looks, <laughs> yeah, she looks, I didn't see the movie, but I do remember seeing the clips of her and stuff yeah she looks just as good as she did when she was catwoman i know and how long ago was that and i forgot she was catwoman amazing that was like what 20 years ago probably now that movie yeah right because that was the second one yeah that was the second michael keaton one so yeah yeah i don't know i mean yeah it's uh it's crazy how they do and i you know, like going back to the episode before, I want to rehash everything, but but had they made a oh god, uh, Samuel L. Jackson looks younger than he did in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> he looks amazing. Like he had hair and no eye patch, and I was like, wow, that's uh, he's too cool to age. He, he just can't. You know what it is? It's the same thing. Like he doesn't like when you see him do those whatever commercials he does sometimes. He doesn't look that old either. Anyway, I mean, I know he keeps his hair, you know, bald head. Capital One. Yeah, the Capital yeah, One. Like he doesn't look that old anyway, so right. it probably wasn't that hard to just put a little, you know, Jerry curl on his head and <laughs> <laughs> he was done. And he was pretty good, you know, good to go. That's going to be funny because that seems like that's a uh, maybe a beginnings for him too or them too. Did they show? Uh, like I didn't see Maria Hill in it. Who's the other guy that gets killed in? Uh, Coulson? Yes. Did they show him? Did I see a shot of him in uh, the? Yes, he's Cap- in there. In Captain Marvel, right? He is in there. I'm pretty sure I saw him too. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, he's not really dead. No, no, no. Well, if you've watched Agents of Shield, right? He's not really dead. Didn't he get? Uh, in yeah, one, they, in the they, second they Avengers used or the, the first thing and brought him back to life. Okay. Yeah, and it it was in what the first episode of that show or something. He. They were saying you have level six clearance, and then he shows up and is like, "Welcome to level seven. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, cool. All right, that works. <laughs> so, I like him. So I'm glad he's alive. Yeah, no, yeah, I like hey. him too. All right, so I don't know, I, uh, Milford, we were just uh, welcome. First of all, uh, we were just going over the uh, 
if you couldn't figure it out, the uh, <laughs> end, the end game trailer. So um, I don't know if you had any additional. Yeah, thoughts I kind of figured that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what you know what, what you thought of it, and if you. I don't know. I don't know what to really think because there's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot there to consume, but there's not a lot there to consume. Right, which, right. Is, which Obviously, is good. Obviously, Tony's still stuck on the ship. Right. <clears throat> and he's running out of air. Yep. Plus, it's going to be, they're really good at redirection in their trailers. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, and all the promo stuff. And, yep. You know. So, I'm sure how much no- can you trust? I'm sure another one will come out between now and April. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Maybe more one with more, you know, some action or fights. You see, it's hard, though, because listening to you guys talk about it, they can't, you can't put any characters in there that were dusted because then people are going right. to be like, okay, that guy comes back. So it's really, I mean, they may keep this one tight. It's tricky. They may yeah. keep this one real, real tight for the next four months, which is hard to do, but. Yes. Maybe they'll keep, you know, maybe they'll, they'll just keep pushing focus on uh, the Captain Marvel movie. Who knows? Because who knows how that ends? That may end with some sort of tie-in that where Endgame would start. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know what that. I mean? Because I know it, it basically has to be days or soon after Infinity War ended. Uh, you know, how much time could go by before they can't bring anybody back or whatever it is. But the end of Captain Marvel may be a strong tie-in. To I mean, it kind of has to be. If she's, it so it could be. be at the end of that movie, she rescues Tony. It could, could, it could be too. It could be too. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out. I'm excited for that. I saw there's two trailers out for that now. Two official ones, or other, or the other ones that I've well, seen on there. Teaser, and then the and then the full one that we got what week and a half a week ago. Week and a half ago. All right. So yeah. they, the teaser was last year. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Or not last year. Earlier this year. this year. Not too yeah. long after. Infinity War came out, right? Or was it one of the right. trailers? Was it one of the trailers during Infinity War? I'm trying to remember. No, no, no. It wasn't that crazy. Oh, yeah, it wasn't no. that crazy. Because that was the big reveal, right? In Infinity War, is that they were calling her? That was the uh, her. yeah. That was the uh, that was the post credit scene. Yeah, he was beeping her, and he mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mother duster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so there, you know, there wasn't much to take from that, but there is a lot to take from it. So, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see in a couple. We'll see, you know, next April. <laughs> and I'm sure, uh, you know, as we oh, did, we'll be talking about as it. we did with Infinity War. We're all we'll, the, the five of us will try to get out there as soon as we can, so it so it can be so it can be discussed at nauseum. <laughs> worth getting a babysitter for. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, my kids will, uh, my daughter will want to see it because she, she's into that stuff. Um, so, eh, we'll see what happens. All right, so I think we're, uh, we're going to shift some gears now. I know this is this information, not this information, but the, uh, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about just some of the stuff that came out with the uh, Destination D event that happened pretty much a month ago now, uh, November 17th and 18th down in Walt Disney World. Uh, we've, you know, us as a podcast haven't talked about it. We haven't had, uh, as you've noticed, by the sporadic episodes that have been coming out. And I apologize for that. Um, 
You know, so I just wanted to touch on some of the highlights because there wasn't anything, I think, super shocking that I read. I kind of went through a couple of different news sites and tried to just see. And I'd listened to a couple of podcasts just to hit the highlights of them. And I couldn't find anything else that was, like, super shocking. I think most of it was stuff we knew. Um, So I'm just going to kind of run down the list of stuff that they said just in in the interest of just getting everybody's reaction because that always generally sparks a good discussion of sorts with the studios we know we're you know there's no immediate we have the timeline for star wars land but that's been out uh there was a lot more details given on the millennium falcon smugglers run attraction and also the star wars rise of the resistance attraction so you know the smugglers run is basically you're in the falcon with chewbacca and hondo uh, and for those who don't know Hondo, he is, um, I guess canon is a proper word, he was a heavy character in the uh, animated series The Clone Wars, and he has showed, and he did show up in Star Wars Rebels as well. Uh, to my knowledge, he is in none of the live-action movies. He's basically, no. a, he's basically a space pirate, and I enjoyed the character. I think he was a great character, because he kind of had the role similar to what Jack Sparrow does in the regular Pirates. He wants to just be a bad pirate and take things, but he does have a little bit of a heart and realize kind of where his allies is. So he does help the uh, rebels to a certain extent, uh, but kind of puts his foot in his mouth in a lot and kind of makes bad deals and we tries to weasel his way out. So I'm interested in the the Chewbacca and Hondo relationship and kind of how that stems. Like, I want to know the backstory of that because they didn't cross paths in any of the uh, animated series. So I'm just wondering where they're bringing him in and, and what version of him they're going to bring in because uh, he was a great, great character in the uh, Clone Wars. Uh, he was a good... He was a, he was an ally of, of Ben Kenobi's. Uh, actually, more of Anakin's. Uh, Anakin seemed to trust him a little more and, and they did help each other out a lot. So I'm interested where that's going to go. Um... And I guess according to stuff with that, depending on your mission, whether you succeed or whether you fail, I guess there is some uh, correlation with the Disney Play app and how stuff can react in the land around, like when you're outside not in the attraction. So that's pretty cool. And I know we did talk about this on another episode about having the phone in your face and... It might have been that it might have been last the last episode about you know having to worry about having your phone in your face to do this interaction stuff, but you know depending on what it is, if it's along the lines of like what the Kim Possible or the Phineas and Ferb thing was, um, where you know stuff out and around moves or it opens it's, up stuff. It's kind of like that. There, the, so everything inside the pod is interactive. Okay. Gotcha. I was told this last weekend by my cast member friends that. Uh, you actually can fail the mission. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. So that's going to keep you wanting to come back for more. You know, unlike right. Star Tours, where I go and I get the same three scenes every right. damn time I go into it. Or like Mission Space, where you know it's going to happen even if you don't flip any levers. Right. <laughs> so they make I'm, a lot of pretty sounds and light lights, but don't yeah, do anything. But it doesn't do anything. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Because that definitely has rewriability, and probably the technology they have, they can change the missions and the storylines, you know, which they could have done. That's what I'm hoping. You know, with with the other two attractions we just mentioned, it should be easy enough to do that too, but whatever. (laughs) We've beat that horse, so we won't go there. We've beat that dead horse. 
And as far as for Rise of the Resistance, I don't... Uh, I read it, but I didn't remember much of what that was going to be. I guess it was... Uh, I don't know, Milford, you probably know more. Or uh, actually, I don't know much about that one. Yeah, I didn't... You know, I looked all this up on... Uh, the Disney Diaries website, uh, Steve, I forget his last name, he's one of the co-hosts of the uh, Tiki Talk podcast as well now, but uh, oh, okay. I looked it up on his website, only because it was the first one I kind of thought of, um, I know WGW News Today probably had had stuff as well, but I tend not to go there for my information, I'm not giving them any clicks, <laughs> um, but I'm sure it's out there, it's all public information, I just, I, I didn't remember too much of that because it didn't... I don't think that interested me as much as the other one. Um, so anyway, so there's all that Star Wars stuff. Uh, you have the railway, which Mickey's Runaway Railway, which they didn't uh, have a solid date for. It said possibly by fall of next year, uh, but nothing confirmed. So we kind of all know what that's. We've seen the artist rendering of that. There was nothing new about that. No. Nope. The there's a nighttime show that's that's going to debut in May of next year called uh, The Wonderful World of Disney Animation uh, a celebration of 90 years of, of Disney Animation so that's pretty cool you know fireworks and uh, you know obviously projections on the Chinese theater what would a nighttime show be without that now <laughs> but they did a great job with the Star Wars one so hopefully it's along those same lines and it's not just a movie with, with a few fireworks here and there. I hope it's uh, I hope it's correlated well, which we shall see. But that's that's good. Um, I hope there's a lot of early nods and and it's not just the uh, same ten to twelve very popular movies that are featured in everything. Um, you know what they are. <laughs> all those early '90s movies, which listen, they're all great and they they deserve the recognition. But there is if they're gonna do this and call it a celebration, they need to pull from some other films as well. Um, yep. So we'll see what that's going to be like. Uh, and that was kind of about it for the studio stuff. So, uh, you know, Epcot, we all know about the Illuminations thing. It's, you know, it's ending. You know, I hope they... Yeah, hope, who knows hope, when. Hope they get a solid date. I mean, end of July, I think, or end of summer is best. What, I, what they've put out, um, I'd like to... Uh, I'd like. I'd love to get a concrete date on that, or at least a week, or something like that. Uh, and then they're going to do the interim show until the new one debuts in 2020, which they didn't say when in 2020. I think the beginning of it. Uh, I mean, uh, well, so from I, what I understand, the interim show will not start right away. Which I, of course, not because you know if I, you know, say the say the last show is on a Friday night or a Saturday or something like that. So if I went, if I was able to go down there and do like a four day trip or a three day weekend, of course they wouldn't do it for right after, so I could see both in the same trip. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't make my life that nice for. No. So who knows? Who knows? So we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know the artist renderings that I saw of that they showed kind of like uh, it looked like some floating sort of, I don't know if they're going to be like water projections like Fantasmic or there's LED boards that are involved and it looked like there was a picture of, the middle one seemed to be maybe Aladdin standing with his hands up kind of like with the Ali Ababa scene there was definitely a Moana looking canoe with her on it and then the one on the left, I can't remember what it was, there was another iconic uh, thing, so I, I really hope it just doesn't, I know it's supposed to be a, a nod to music and how it's uh, and how it's uh, been 
Let's just hope it's not like Rivers of Light. Well, no, I hope it's not like Rivers of Light, and I hope it's not like Fantasmic, where it's just like, you know, everybody's favorite song thrown into a show with fireworks around it. It didn't sound like right. that. I get no. it. You know, Disney music is, is basically music from the movies, but there is Parks music that is great, too. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to, you know, get all nutty about it. Uh, so a couple other things. So they announced the name for... Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure coming to the France Pavilion, so that's good. Uh, I don't think they had an, a date for that that I s- saw that I remembered, or at least I didn't write it down. There is a Beauty and the Beast sing-along coming, so if it's anything like the Frozen sing-along at the studios, that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't. I because yeah, I actually enjoyed that. I love the Frozen sing-along. Those historians, the you know, the songs are the songs. Everybody knows them. But those people that host that show make that whole thing. The kids are paying attention to the sing-along and the characters. I watched the two comic reliefs on the side. Attention to the comics because yep. they are phenomenal. I they could literally carbon copy that entire show just with with stick <laughs> that that mim, that would follow the Beauty and the Beast storyline, and I would be completely happy with that. They really don't. Have, that's like a formula that works. <laughs> to me, it, to me, that's a formula that works. Everybody knows the songs. There's great songs in that movie that everybody can sing along to, and myself included. But you put something along those lines. It doesn't have to be historians. It could be whatever they want to do, villagers or something like that, and and have it go along the same formula, and it would be another home run, if you ask me. Um, so I'm, I'm, I like that. I like that. Uh, finally, new updated movies for both O Canada and China 360. So that's good because. Uh, I do enjoy those. I know it's not everybody's favorite thing, but I do like those cultural movies because I do like that part of aspect of World Showcase. Um, and then, you know, not much else. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, the coaster, and the space restaurant. Not, not much has been revealed about those other than stuff that already has been. So, uh, and then actually, obviously, and then the grand plan of Epcot, but nothing has been added on to that since those first artist renderings from last year's uh, D23 stuff. And uh, so, you know, and as far as uh, Magic Kingdom, there was some other Mickey Mouse dance party that was coming for only the first half of the year, I believe I saw. And something that just came, I saw it either today or a few days ago was, and Adrian, I think you might have commented something on this or something on Twitter, so maybe you put or reposted about it, was this, uh, I don't know what they're calling it the guest experience team like the test for you know people to help people with the app and uh dining reservations and lost fast passes and the such. yeah more people to blame everything on the travel agent <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess it's just a test thing now and it's uh i guess it's starting soon or started already i don't know yeah it's just advanced cast it's basically advanced guest rescue god i can't talk about <laughs> guest relations so okay, I mean, it seems like a good idea. There, I, there they're going to be more visible in the park. That's the purpose of the blue shirts they're wearing. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, it said. I guess they're going to be over by Stitch on uh, Frontierland by Pecos Bill. Um, yeah. Do 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 do. There was like four spots. I can't remember what the hell the other two were. So they'll be walking around with tablets, trying to help fix problems. And... Right. You know what? I I. I'm okay with that because it's better than standing in line or trying to go to guest relations or banging your head against the wall because you can't pick up the Wi-Fi because a million other people are doing it. 
trying to change fast passes around or something got screwy and they yeah. got lost and things like that. So to have like an uh, on the ground, basically IT team is probably a good idea. You think they'll upgrade their Wi-Fi anytime soon? This could be a, a interim for that. Uh, I'd like to think they try to... I like to think they have the most powerful routers and infrastructure that money can buy, but it's that stuff changes so fast, and more, with more and more people walking through the gates every day, they probably can't keep up with it. I heard last week they're a test bed for at 5G, so that's going to be coming soon. But well, that's yeah. all. See the 5G stuff. I don't know how good that is because I bought a new router not that long ago, and it has a 5G and it has the regular 2.4, and many new devices don't run good on the 5g yeah but you're also talking about wi-fi most right. of the problem that most of the problem that disney world has right now is too many people on the backbone okay so once they hit the wi-fi trying to hit the wide area network that's where 5g comes into play the other 5g we're talking cellular oh 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 oh, oh i see what you mean so the back end okay what okay. gets you connected to the internet or and all their systems okay i understand so. now Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Realize. I okay. don't. But I trust. See, their servers are not hosted there at Disney World. That's what everybody has this misconception. They're hosted in a data center somewhere in Seattle. Okay. Right. So it's got to. So, it's got to travel. Yeah. Exactly. I can't believe they don't have their own server farm. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, wouldn't that correct a lot of problems? I don't know right. how that. I, I don't know company, how all that stuff. Every company has gone decentralized now, or okay. centralized now. So, you know, I mean, even us at FCA, we're starting to put everything on cloud. Okay. It scares me to death, but yeah, exactly. You know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess they know better. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I know nothing about any of that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's got to be. Uh, yeah, I guess it's got to be fast on the back end, like you said before. It can come out to the people quick. Yeah. I mean, they can add a ton of more extra access points, but it's not going to help the problem if the, if the network's already saturated. I got you. Right, right, right. So they need faster coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger cable. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put 10 pounds of through a five-pound five pound bag. That's right. Right. <laughs> say it it's okay um all right so you know who knows we'll see it with all the interactive stuff that they're going to push heavily probably with all the star wars stuff in in that land uh they really need to do it yes. people are going to get frustrated if they come out of the the kessel run ride or, or whatever smugglers run and uh whatever their mission being pass or fail go to whatever the next step it directs them to to continue on or whatever it is and the thing is just spinning and spinning and spinning and can't do it I mean they have to understand the amount of people that are going to influx into that place the minute that that land comes online and how it's going to be so I'm hoping they are well prepared because they can't play the you know we know how many people are going to come in but we're not going to have everything work right to deter people and send them other places it's not going to work with this no people want no, to that is totally not going to fly people want well, to see it they know it's coming they've been waiting for this for eons since the merger happened and you're not going to turn you're not going to get people turning away you're going people are going to wait it's not going to be like pandora and people waited for that anyway 
us. And it's not us pushing for the technology. It's Disney forcing us to use the technology. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You are 100% right. So they better make it work. Yeah. And and as seamlessly and flawlessly as as they can right from the start. Because otherwise, you're going to have a riot. (laughs) Pretty much. You know, there's going to be some Uber fans and, you know, the that are going to, you know, lose it. So, you know, getting upset. I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Exactly. No, they're all a bunch of rational people. They get it. Totally. And I totally count myself among that. (laughs) I will be staying away from there for a while. Heck, I'm there. I am on it. Are you? I am. I think my wife would love to do that, too. I'll send her with you. Okay, sounds good. I mean, I, Milford, like I know we're supposed to talk about your trip at some point, but we've never stayed club level before, and we're planning to stay club level just so we can make sure we get access into Star Wars land next year. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. <clears throat> that's my plan. We're already planning for February of 20. I think that's yeah. when we're going to try and go. We're shooting for this time next December. So... They say fall of 2019, and by golly, this is right on the cusp of fall and winter. It better be open, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> or I will riot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't they can't push this one back. You know what I mean? They they I hope they've overshot the date and it you know and it opens three weeks prior to that, which will still get some people up in arms. But I think they're going to be down to the you know they're going to be putting the last stroke of paint on something the night before. Yeah. As long as they test run everything and don't pull a Frozen Ever I After just, and send everybody out there, okay, it's open, let's go. <laughs> okay, nothing well, works. Anna's, based fa- on the, Anna's based face on the is backwards. That, based on the fact that some of that footage that they showed at D23 came from the ride in California, I'm going to say California's probably a little farther ahead than everybody thinks. Well, wow. it's, it should be. It's opening how many months before? It's opening oh, in July. Or summer, I mean. It's just says, yeah. I don't know if there is there a hard date? It, I've seen summer. They've said I've summer. Only so that means by, by September, right? Yeah. yeah. Summer is mean, yeah, They have all the way up right up to September 20th, I guess, if they wanted to. That's right. And the same thing with here. It can be all the way up to, you know, the, the week before Christmas. Right. Which would be well, a no. huge mistake. Oh, God, that would be so scary. Did they it, say fall or did they say winter? Well, they fall. said fall. Okay, okay so... So they could have till December 21st. Yeah, right, that's what exactly. I mean. The week before Christmas. So. And that would be piss-poor planning. That would be a horrible mistake. Yeah, because it's already a zoo in the parks then. Yeah, you can't Yeah, you can't open that up from the busiest time of year and have that come on. Are you kidding me? There wouldn't be a hotel within a 100-mile radius with a room of Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you couldn't get on property, people would stay anywhere else just to get there. I'm not kidding. I'm booking because, you know, we'll rent DVC. So as soon as my 11-month window opens up next month, I'm, like, on it. You're on it. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to be going back because uh, uh, since I've started this new job, I can't... uh, I can't go with my family in April. So, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Everybody, you know, 
because the the calendar opens the year prior and it's kind of first come first serve and there's already right. five there's already five people out and I guess that's all you know of various positions and plus I'm the new guy so uh, I kind of I right. kind of went into it knowing that I wasn't going to be able to get the time off uh, you know they he was willing to work with me and was going to give me like Good Friday through Easter Monday but there we were coming back then so uh, yeah. Well, that's a bummer. So it's a bummer. It is what it is. It's not like I'll never be back, but <laughs> it kind of sucks. I'm going to miss a vacation with my family. Yeah. Um, so I, my parents go and are going, so at least it's not just my wife alone with the kids. So it'll be, you know, they'll be fine. Uh, yeah. But but lucky with for them now, they're going to fly instead of drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the children will be happy. Well, there um, you go. Well, so. we've been invited by Jared to go the weekend that they do the illuminations thing, so... If you want to hang with me again, you can do that. Well, so. I, I'm hoping that'll open up the opportunity for me to get down there f- for that a little easier. Uh, yeah. Get a little bit of sympathy. I didn't go this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just hope, because some, <clears throat> summer's another hard time in my department, because a lot of guys take a lot of time off, too, um, because it's the summer. So, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping I can sneak a long weekend. That's, you know... That's why I, the sooner they get a date out, the better a chance I have. Like, if they put it out, like, in June, then I probably don't have much of a shot either of getting any time off. So, But whatever. Um, it is what it is, I guess. And if that's the case, if I don't get to see the last showing of the show, I at least would like to catch the interim one whenever they do that. Because <laughs> it's not like I haven't seen Illuminations a million times. I mean, it would be really cool to see the last one. But um, seeing that interim show being what the content is is really would probably be more beneficial for me because that's a one and you know that's a one-time deal with all the old school stuff they're going to show so all right we'll see how it shakes out as everything comes along i'll have to i'll have to keep bothering you milford to find out from your your inside people if as soon as they get a date before it hits you know if they know anything yeah shane's supposed to let me know when he gets finds a date so yeah so yeah, so I got not there too because Jared and, and and Jillian, yeah, no, I know all they, of them want to go. Yeah, so. no, definitely, I know they want to <clears throat> go down there too. So, and I kind of bailed Jared out this week. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. I'll have to tell you that story later. Yeah, I, I've been out of the loop. I just so with everything. Um, so anyway, with with all that, uh, you know, tangent again. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That's... I mean, uh, you know, I don't. Uh, how much of that stuff you guys saw or, or Jessica I don't know how, what was there was a few things about Disneyland but I didn't look at them honestly because I figured I would figured you kind of knew about them so I don't know if there's anything of note besides Star Wars Land that they announced so in looking in the announcements there was really unless I missed something there was nothing announced for Disneyland that hadn't been announced before aside from the Star Wars Land stuff so uh, that applies to both of us, and the only difference is that supposedly Disneyland's opens first, but right. I mean, yeah, I'm still skeptical, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of ended up opening around the same time. Right. Oh, here's something that uh, that was funny that I saw in, in a couple different outlets, and Jessica, you probably have, have come across that more, being that it was Disneyland-related, that people's, uh, they've been revoking annual passes out there to the uh, eBay Pirates. So yeah, so there's that's two, awesome. I really hope that, that they start and, doing that um, here. Yeah, so there's that, and there's also um, personal shoppers where they aren't necessarily buying in bulk, but they're buying right. 
and then reselling people and reselling uh and the particular stuff that i saw was they're targeting people that are selling it for the value in the park but buying it with their ap discount and using yes. that as you know the profit so good i'm i'm most happy about those bulk set buyer people because let me tell you i was at disneyland at halloween and i wanted to get one of the i think it was the alien popcorn mug i don't really remember but yep. the popcorn bucket line was going from hollywood land to all the way down buena vista street okay which is probably an hour and a half wait i would guess right for popcorn there's yeah. no way that's people that just want to buy one no Those they're buying mass- 10 buckets yeah yeah, so I'm thrilled about this. It was like that here too when when Milford and I were down there last year for the Epcot 35. The it was insane, the amount of stuff. Oh yeah. And then the fact that everything was you know most of the stuff was back out the next day even aggravated me even more because you know I was here this day should mean you can only buy it on this day, not the next day. I mean, if you go and you show your pass or whatever, I guess they you know your annual pass and whatever stuff happens sometimes, but you know. But there was people that with, you know, those, the, the Figment Funko Pop was the big thing. Then there's people walking out with the bags of 10 of them, because I guess that's the actual limit. And, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, guess what? They still have them. No, they do. I No, I know. I know. But, no, seriously. But for that, but those personal shopper sites and those people that do that and they turn a profit on it and they charge the double and people actually pay for it. So fools to the people that do it that buy from these morons. But I'm really glad that Disney has noticed it. And that they're doing something about it, and I hope it ends up. I, I hope they they continue it at Disneyland, and that it moves to this coast, and they start doing it here too. Uh, it's yeah, coming so, this coast next week. Good. So, what if they don't buy at a discount, and then just do a markup on eBay? Same thing. I guess it's just the same thing. You're... Be, because then, if they're buying at general public rates. Then they're not using a benefit or misusing a benefit. But they're still of their selling it for a profit. They're still selling yeah, for profit, and they're taking capitalism. Everything is reselling. <laughs> <laughs> that's capitalism. I can take anything out of my closet that I bought anywhere and sell it right. for whatever price I set on it. I guess right. maybe it's more with the limited stuff. So it's like you, you know. It, of, so is it just that I use my discount and then I'm reselling it at ticket I, value, I or is it started with the bulk buyers? Yeah, so, so the bulk only- buyers. They're trying to get the people that are selling like ten of them. I think that's kind of the main. Are they AP exclusive items that they're really cracking down on them? Limited edition. Limited edition, yes, okay. and AP, yes. Limited edition AP exclusives or just limited edition items? Limited Both. edition stuff that they get a, their AP discount on. Okay. So far, that's the only thing I've heard that they've attacked is those people. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say attack. But they all got letters in the mail. I mean, and, oh. and the one, and the funny part was, is the one I read, they suspended the husband and wife's annual passes, but left the kids as intact. <laughs> well, hey, well, you can't, and they uh, don't get a refund either. Nope. Well, Good, because they breached their contract of their annual pass. Right. Yeah. Good. I hope it keeps happening. Yeah, that's oh, why I was questioning if you bought it at the general public rate. Would they? Would Disney have recourse? I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm that, sure. That's why I'm saying, if you just bought it at the general public rate and had the receipt to prove it, and then put it on eBay for people who couldn't make it to the event, right? And did the markup from, you know, the quote-unquote retail rate, right, 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 without the discount, then you have not abused your, no. you've not breached your contract. Unless, 
unless they reword it, which they probably, I'm sure that's in the works too, and they'll reword yeah, it that I'd you can't. Yeah, you'd have to read the fine print. I'm sure somewhere. I'm sure there's a lot of fine print there. Yeah, and they can pull anything out and say, "Listen, it right. says this." I mean, they can, you know, they can essentially—it's their products. They can essentially do right. whatever they want. Yeah, they're good lawyers. You know. Lawyers. So you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. I'm just glad that it's that it's finally uh, somewhat come to a head with stuff like that. I would suspect we're going to hear very soon that one particular individual in Florida is probably going to not be very happy. Nope. Too bad. And we all know who we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. They're watching. Always watching. <laughs> Always watching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, hello, Melanie. Welcome aboard. That's all I got about all that new stuff coming to the parks. Um... <laughs> That I saw. I didn't see anything for Animal Kingdom, but you know they don't need anything new there yet. And there wasn't much going on at the Magic Kingdom as well. So, was that rumor about uh, Spaceship Earth closing for like two years or something? Was that ever actually confirmed? Not that I've heard anything else. It's a about. rumor still. It's still a rumor, but it does need a huge. And considering I got stuck in the top of the damn thing last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to walk all the way. It was kind of cool walking out of it. Oh, that's awesome. Because they walked us. When you get stuck in the earth room up at the top, yep. they walk you down backwards through the ride. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. you get to walk through all of those scenes all backwards. The, all the good scenes. You can think of Venetian. With the I lights can. on. That's awesome. I'm actually very jealous. But not being able to use your camera. No, of course not. Which really sucks. No, I know. I need to find one of those little pin cams that I can, you know, <laughs> stick to there's, my jacket. There's no service in that thing. You wouldn't be able to. He probably scrambles everything. Oh, I know. <laughs> there's no there's no cell service or Wi-Fi inside most of the but attractions. But it was pretty cool. That is pretty good, yeah. I know last year during the, the Epcot 35 thing, the uh, if you paid and went to the... Uh, the after hours thing that the they were offering Disney was offering it with um, I think it was with there was an Imagineer like uh, Bob Gurr was there was part of it and somebody else and the retro WDW podcast had an event down there and they were all part of it uh, and they did a walking tour after the park closed of Spaceship Earth with a guide and went up and down the whole thing with the lights on that was the special perk they got that was the d23 thing if you paid for the d23 uh event they had a dinner and, and stuff in like the oh the, that's right I the old that. millennium millennium village we saw them walking through epcot milford yeah and we were yeah we did they were with a group they had like a i think it was bob gurr was holding up the sign for them to follow along yep, and they were going to the, they were going to the millennium village to eat and then after that after the fireworks that night then they went into spaceship earth on the way out of the park yeah, I was like, son of a bitch. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't cheap either. Uh, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't horrible. It was around, it was like one eighty something. Yeah, for all that, and it was like f- for five hours worth of stuff. I mean, I guess it's expensive, but for for and and they didn't know that that was like the year before. I think they had went or two year whenever they did the last anniversary. I think the perk was they went into the Living Seas Lounge, uh, which since mm-hmm. then has been a fairly common event holding place but to go into an actual attraction like that i guess was you know that was like monumental so yeah but anyway 
Um, yeah, so who knows? We'll see. The rumor mill keeps churning. Stuff keeps coming. You know, holiday stuff's in full swing now. Or you're into the, the crazy mode at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And, uh, I haven't heard anything as far as for New Year's Eve entertainment and who's... I think it's all just DJs now. I don't know that too many live acts come through there anymore. No. Um, that I can remember. They've had a few named DJs lately, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't know any of them, so I wouldn't... I'm sure they do get some decent names in there, but the last thing I want to hear is uh, oomps, oomps music blasting in front of the kids. Yeah, well, that's pretty much all that's there. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's just dance party stuff, and that's whatever. That's all they do at Epcot. It's not for me. In every country. Yeah, I believe it. Almost every country has their own DJ. Has their own DJ, yeah. And then they have and, one and... out by uh, the... <clears throat> Where the Illuminations Fast Pass area is, they usually have a giant stage set up there in the yeah in the promenade. Oh, they usually have somebody on the stage in front of the fountain too. Oh, that's what I mean. Yes, on stage in front of the fountain. Yes, yes. But you know, China is the only cool place to go on New Year's Eve because they have that big paper dragon that blows fire. Oh yes, yes. It's awesome. The last now, time we now were... I want to go New Year's Eve. <laughs> the last the last time we were there for oh, New Year's don't. Eve. We were we were at Epcot. Yeah, we, we was, did it 2005 with the kids, and then I did it a few years ago. Yeah, I haven't been since then on a New Year's Eve. We've we've gone over, but I we've been there, but we've elected to go back to the room. <laughs> Probably a good choice. Yeah, you know what it is. I you know I can't. It's just. Uh, it's just too much. It's just too much. The noisemakers, I just want to strangle people because they hand those stupid things out at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon and it's just people are just blowing those goddamn horns for hours and hours. And <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I'll sit at the lounge at the hotel. Yeah. Um, all right, so... I don't know, anybody got anything else? Yeah, what do you want to hear about last week? Oh, that's right. You were there. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I'm so out of, out of touch with everything with the job change. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to do a, a recap, any yeah, highlights it's, and it's stuff. pretty brief. I mean, we did, I mean, I was the only one that really went to the parks. Um, I will tell you, we got when we when we were getting off the plane in Orlando Monday morning, I had to turn around and look at the pilot and say, "Are you sure you didn't turn around and take us back to Indy?" Because <laughs> this was like 43 degrees when we got yeah, off the plane. They had a cold spell down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I go to Florida to wear shorts, not jeans. Right. <laughs> so, so we got in Monday morning, uh, got checked in. As usual, didn't get our room till 4 o'clock, which is kind of a bummer. But when you're staying concierge and you've got the concierge lounge all to yourself. Nice. Not really a big deal, you know, so... Free beer and free wine all day. Food all day. Where did you stay? Uh, Animal Kingdom. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I recommend that lounge. I think it's the best one on property, to tell you the truth. Um, uh, let's see. And then, of course, they have cordials at night, too. So, uh-huh. you know, See, that's good, because that's where Boss- we're considering. The Bossier and, and Grand Marnay and Bailey's. And yeah, you name it. Anyway, so and the food's always good because it always it come they bring the food up from Boma, and it changes every day. So we 
didn't have to eat in the parks if we didn't want to. A few of the days I didn't. There were a couple days we did. Uh, Monday night, Sean and I did go eat at Sanaa over at Kadani Village, which is the other building. Mm. That was my favorite. That was wonderful. The bread service with like Uh nine dipping sauces. Oh, delicious. The main reason to go there. And then the dish I had had African sausage, uh, uh, lamb chop. Dang it. What was the other? (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't remember. I'll think of it in a minute. Anyway, it had another piece of meat on it, but it was phenomenal. Um, and then, of course, we skipped dessert because, you know, I've got dessert up in the lounge. Why do I need dessert? You know, I didn't need to pay exactly. for dessert. Yep. So um, I did the park for a little bit Monday. Uh, I did Disney Springs in the morning. Went to uh, Epcot in the afternoon just to kind of check out some of the holiday stuff. Uh, the holiday stuff was pretty much, they left half the booths up from Wine and Food Festival. And, <laughs> and half those booths had the same food they had at Wine and Food Festival in them. <laughs> <clears throat> I will say, China and Japan had the same thing. Um, Mexico had the same thing. America changed theirs out. Italy changed theirs out. Germany changed theirs out. But, you know, those are countries that I consider more traditional Christmas. Right. So America had turkey and stuffing and cranberry and green beans in their little thing, which didn't even sound good to me. Um, but a lot of them had had changed their beers out for uh, seasonal, like, holiday beers. So, like, America had J-Dub's uh, peppermint milkshake stout, which was really good. Um Let's see, what else? Tuesday, I just kind of bummed around Disney Springs, hung around the resort, and then I went to the Christmas party. And I I had not been to the Christmas party in about, it's probably been 12 years. And I was actually fairly impressed. I would go back. Um, I love the Christmas party. You know, they've, they've kind of changed it. Back when we went, they used to take your picture and they'd mail your picture to you. Uh, so you got this little trinket with your picture on it when you got home. Uh, now it, they have, and back then they just had cookie and hot chocolate stations. Now they have candy cane stations where they give out a different cookie at each one. Oh, nice. And the cookies were really good. They were prepackaged, but it looked like they came from the Disney bakery. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there was a uh, ginger molasses. There was chocolate chip. There was chocolate chip crunch which had peppermint uh bark in it basically um snickerdoodle and one other one and then they had those four stations that had that and then we found out that you could go to pinocchio house and you could have gotten all four cookies at one time (laughs) (laughs) and they were giving out blue snow cones hot chocolate apple cider uh and then back in uh Tortula Cafe, they were giving out Mickey-shaped soft pretzels. Mm. Mickey Snowman soft pretzels with blue snow cones. And the snow cones are okay, but they really didn't really have a flavor. 
I got there about four o'clock. I actually, on my DVC pass, could have gotten in at two on just my Christmas party pass. That was something they started this year, I found out. Okay. So if you're going in future years, keep that in mind. But I got in at four. They shuffle you kind of off to the side there by Tony's and down that pathway, that backstage area. And that was actually your first uh, candy cane stop. Because uh, they started doing that for the Halloween parties, and I guess they've continued it for the Christmas parties, at least early on. Right. The parade, pretty much the same Christmas parade we've all seen for years. It's the same one they show on yeah. Christmas TV. Yep. Uh, not much different there. I skipped the first parade because um, I wanted to go do other things. So I went and did all the candy cane stops and rode some rides. Uh Basically, while that parade was going on, there were nobody other rides. They were pretty much all walk-on. I, I do think it was a little crowded, um, but when the parade was going on, most of those people were watching the parade. So then I went and got towards the castle for the Elsa castle lighting, because they do the show where she frosts the castle. And then after that, they do the fireworks. And then I finally found one of my travel agent friends and I hung out with her and her family. We watched the parade, kind of bummed around. I've been, I left there finally about midnight, but it's, I'd go back to the Christmas party for sure. It was a pretty good time. Oh, good. And they had lots of characters out. They had uh, Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck together back in the Casey's train thing, the play area, oh, the water area. circus, yeah. Circus, yes. Yep. So they had them doing photos ops back there. They had DJs on the stage in Tomorrowland. The DJ in the kids area back there with all the Disney Junior characters. So uh, Doc McStuffins and whatever this Vampirina is that oh, her name? Yeah. yeah. She's name. Stuff yeah. with that. I don't know. I've Mike, that's a little, we're out of that. Those shows. I thought it was bad enough. We were doing Twilight with thirteen and fourteen year olds. Now we're doing it with six and seven year olds. Yeah, I guess it's probably like a cutesy, non-threatening <laughs> vampire version. But I, I've never seen the show. Yes. I've, I've heard anyway, of it, but I don't know. I thought it was odd, but anyway, uh, they had a DJ back in Fantasyland. And they had a DJ on that little pirate stage in Adventureland. Okay. As you know, Jack Sparrow and his crowd are gone now. Yes. Which I'm very disappointed in. Yeah, that um, sucks. I uh, ate that night at 5 o'clock. I ate at the Skipper Canteen. That was a lot of fun. And actually pretty good food. I got the uh, pork, which was a teriyaki barbecue pork with... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Basmati rice. And I think that's right. And bok choy. Uh, and it was really good. I had a uh, sangria wine with it that had peaches and blueberries and all kinds of stuff in it. And then I had this punch that came in a Skipper Canteen mug, which I got to keep. Um, and they rimmed the glass with sugar and cayenne pepper, which actually was really good. Um, again, I skipped dessert because, you know, I'm at a Christmas party. I'm going to go eat cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but that was a good time. The the Brandon, my uh, my skipper, was pretty good with his uh, menu jokes and <laughs> the whole little spiel. Uh, I did get him off off uh, character at the end because we were uh, I'd gotten on the subject of the weather and you know the fact that when I got off the plane Monday it was so cold and he let it slip that yeah I was in North Carolina last week and at my parents and uh, it was we got snow so so he did get out of character a little bit but I mean I guess that's probably acceptable for those guys a little bit um, just in you know normal interaction but I won't ruin that part of it because it's 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 something you need to experience and it wasn't all that expensive either so that's good Wednesday I hooked up with uh, Bob one of my cast member friends and uh, one of their friends, Tracy, who was with us, and we actually kind of just bummed around Disney Springs in the afternoon, and we decided to go give Enzo's Hideaway another try. Uh-huh. You guys probably remember my bad experience with Enzo's Hideaway last February. Yep. Where the uh, waiter didn't know what a neat drink was. <laughs> um, didn't have that problem this time, but we couldn't pass up the deal for lunch. So... If you download the cross-reference discount list from the All Ears website, I'll give All Ears a little plug because I like those guys over there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a cross-reference sheet that tells you all the different discounts that are at the different places, whether it be AP, Chase, DVC, whatever. Yep. DVC discount at Enzo's Hideaway for lunch is 40%. Gotcha. And we were thinking, okay, it's 40% on the food. We ordered drinks. It was 40% off of everything. Oh, wow. nice. Wow. That is the best deal in Disney Springs if you're a DVC member. Hell yeah. So we had a $180 bill, and it ended up being 120 So that was a pretty good deal. We Bob and I had the sea bass, and I think Tracy had the... She got the grilled chicken farmers on because they're both uh, um, gluten-free. So, I'm trying to think what else we did there. Oh, I had an old-fashioned to drink, and I think they were drinking wine or something. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, but that was a good time. And then Wednesday night, Bob actually helped us get... Sean's mom didn't want... We took Sean's mom with us, who's 90. So... And they went around and did the resort thing. And, you know, her mom's like, don't spend $125 for me to go to a park for two hours. <laughs> okay, we won't do that. Well, Bob, our friends Bob and Shane have been there for 15 years as cast members. So they get three guest passes a day. Nice. So Bob got both of my wife and her mom into Magic Kingdom Wednesday night so she could see the castle lit up and see all the Christmas decorations there. So she really enjoyed that. We bought her some uh, necklace bells that light up. You guys have probably seen those. And we hung out there till fireworks happened, and then we bolted. Oh, the other thing I did Wednesday is I did the uh, void. So I went did the uh, Secrets of the Empire mission in the VR uh, virtual reality. Oh my God, 30 bucks, it's so worth it. It's a 15 minute experience. You go through about four rooms. At least that's what it seems like. I don't know, it's all VR, so I'm not sure. 
what exactly I walked through. <clears throat> but I will tell you that the second room is a little unnerving. And the guy was telling me before we went in that about 25% of the people, when they get in that second room, they put their visor up and say, I'm done. Really? Yeah. So when you get in there and you put your visor down, you're all suited up. They put this vest on you. They put a VR helmet on you. And they, they're like, okay, so put your hands up in front of yourself. Tell me what you see. When you look at your hands, you look like you're a stormtrooper. Really? Your hands literally look like you have stormtrooper gear on. Uh, one of their guys went in with me because there was nobody else that had signed up for my time slot. Okay. So one of their guys went in with me. So I kind of got a, you know, a guy that kind of knew what he was doing. He kind of let me run with it. But so we got into the first room and, you know, all this stuff lights up and you're basically like you're sitting in one of the transports. So the shield huh. opens up and there's one of the imp- Empire robots up there flying the uh, shuttle and then we land on I want to say it's Geonosis it's not Geonosis it's the lava planet it's uh, Mustafar Mustafar yeah Mustafar I keep telling people that wrong but basically so there so it it halts a little bit because apparently the people weren't out of the next room yet that I needed to go into so it kind of vamps kind of goes into this mode please wait we'll send a transport to pick you up from the shuttle so then all of a sudden this door opens up or it looks like a door opens up because it's vr and this platform rolls up and it's like the platform out of the movie that they have their fight on that obi-wan and anakin have their fight on in episode three yeah it's mustafar yep yeah so this platform rolls up and it's like okay walk out onto the platform so walk out onto the platform and you can feel the heat really you can literally feel the heat they've heated the room so that it feels like you're on the open air Mustafa. oh no kidding and then the platform starts moving but you you have to think in your head okay yes this platform's moving but i'm in a solid room and i know that in my mind so that's what kept me unnerved about it or Mm. didn't get me unnerved about it because i knew i was in a room that wasn't really moving so I just kind of lived with it and got up to where the next spot was. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we got to go into this room. So this door opens and we go into the into the base. We had to decode the entry into this next room. So basically the robot repeated it or the droid repeated it. And then I had, it's kind of like Simon says, you know, the old Simon game used to push the yeah, yeah, yeah. buttons with the light different colors yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of the same thing and then so once you do that the next room opens up and then there's a there's a panel with blasters in it and I'm thinking okay well it'd be kind of stupid to go breaking into this place without a blaster so I grab the blaster and of course that sets the alarms off <laughs> so here come the stormtroopers so you have to fight off all the stormtroopers and while this is happening, the platform you're on is sinking down into lava. Oh and then these, And then these, I don't know, they look like giant walruses, but they spit fire, come up out of the lava and start spitting fire at you. And when you get shot, you feel it. Your, vi- your whole vest vibrates. That is so cool. And uh, so finally you get into the last room and you're after this container, basically, that has this lightsaber relic in it. And you're trying to figure out why the Empire wants it. 
and basically your mission is to get that and get it back get that information back to the uh, rebels um, but once you get into that room the door opens up and here comes Darth Vader at you oh nice so obviously you're trying to blast him and he's using his lightsaber to send them right back at you and you're feeling them too <laughs> and then you know all of a sudden there's an explosion he disappears and they tell you to run for this door and you go through the door and you're in the shuttle and you're taking off and heading back and your mission was successful it's really cool now they've added a new one it's called wreck it ralph okay but i did not go back and do it i was going to do it on thursday and i did not do that so next trip i'm down there but they say the uh secrets of the empire one is about two years old because it was other places before it was at disney springs Okay. But the Wreck-It Ralph thing is all in 4K. It's all up to date, and it's based on the new movie. Oh, nice. Fun. But it's but it's 30 bucks plus tax. Totally worth it. But I and, recommend take friends with you. And how long did you say the whole thing took? 15, 20 minutes. I mean, the actual experience, 15, 20 minutes. Wow, that's. Amazing. I mean, there's there's probably ten minutes ahead of that getting ready, and five minutes after it, you know, getting the crap off, and they take your picture, and then they try to sell you the picture for forty bucks, and <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Nice. Thursday, I just kind of bummed around in the parks. Didn't really do anything major. Went to Disney Springs again. I will tell you, in the old bus stop in the marketplace side they have a christmas tree trail set up oh, i heard about that that was, yeah. that was pretty cool so they basically have a christmas tree for every ip disney owns there was a christmas tree for the haunted mansion there was one for the jungle cruise there was one for uh pretty much every movie pretty much every attraction there's a pirates of the caribbean one that was that was really neat i've got pictures of those i'll post i got pictures of every one of the trees so I'll post those up on my blog. Oh, I know what it was. Thursday night I went to Hollywood Studios and watched uh, Jingle Bing, Jingle Bam. So that is a projection show on the Chinese theater and the buildings surrounding it. Um, and they've added lasers and all kinds of stuff. They're also doing a projection show that's on a 10-minute loop on Tower of Terror as well. And it's snowing on both streets all the time. You know, the, the soap said snow. But it's cool when they've got it snowing and they're firing those lasers down through there. And I've got video of that too. Because you can see the snow coming down in the lasers. It's pretty cool. It makes this effect that is just kind of bizarre. Um, but the Jingle Bing, Jingle Bam thing is basically uh, the two elves from uh, Prep and Landing are basically supposed to be getting Santa to talk to the people of Orlando. They cut to him in his workshop and there's no Santa. Well, guess what? Santa's been kidnapped. Guess who Santa's been kidnapped by? Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh. So they cut to that and basically it's a, you know, the two of them go after and save Santa from Oogie Boogie and there's a lot of little cut scenes from Nightmare Before Christmas and Prep and Landing and a couple other movies in there. But it's pretty cool. And it wasn't really crowded either. You know, I noticed that 
other than the Christmas party, the cold was kind of people. People weren't kind of in the parks as much, I think. Then Friday, Friday was our day we were flying home, so I wanted to go. I got out, got packed, got our bags checked with the airline in the lobby and headed off to the park early and not i don't think i documented it right but i did get the four park challenge thing in oh fun in five and a half hours including getting stuck in spaceship earth (laughs) but it was raining there was no lines for anything because i got i did spaceship earth i went oh no i'm sorry i went to magic kingdom first pirates of the caribbean first then spaceship earth at epcot then I went to Hollywood Studios and did Tower of Terror, which had like a 10-minute wait when I got there. Went from there to Animal Kingdom and did Expedition Everest because I can do the single rider line. And got that done in about five and a half hours. And that included buying an ornament for my wife in Epcot, clear back in the American Pavilion, and the item that I picked up for Jared. So that I can't talk about because his wife might listen to this podcast and it'll be a good idea. <laughs> so, but anyway, I had that ship straight to him. So almost let that slip. Um, anyway, so then we flew home Friday night. We got in about 12 o'clock Friday night. Pretty uneventful trip, but we had fun. That's and, all that uh, matters. Yeah, yeah. Concierge though, oh. It's so totally worth it. It's totally worth it. I mean, you get free bottle of water all day, free beer all day. Yeah. I mean, I anytime I wanted a beer, I just said, "Hey, can I have another beer?" And they bring me another beer. Same thing with wine, and they had really good wines up there, mostly African. What but, was the breakfast like? Did you do breakfast up there? Um, breakfast up there it varied every day. So, pretty much every day they had smoked salmon. Mm. So they'd have a platter of smoked salmon and they would keep bringing that out. They had like prosciutto and Swiss cheese and uh, Italian ham. They'd have various uh, Danish cereals. Uh, They always had a pot of oatmeal out every morning. Some mornings they had like an egg casserole or some of the mornings they had the bobuti, you know, where they like the turkey bobuti which is kind of like an egg casserole, but it's African-made. Uh, it's it's pretty much all stuff that comes from Boma. Okay. You can get quinoa on request. They used to have it out. The lady told me, she said, we used to have it out in a pot every morning, but people weren't eating it. So we just basically made it that it was a request, and then the guys down in Boma make it and ship it up to us. Nice. Yeah. So That's uh, definitely what we're shooting for. Lunch was typically some sort of soup uh, or a couple soups so they pretty much I think every day we were there had butternut squash soup uh, which was darn good Uh, and then some days they had chicken and corn chowder soup they had chili one day which you'd never think of chili to be an African thing but the way they made it was it was different Hmm. it kind of had a sweeter taste to it for dinner one night, they had tamarind barbecue meatballs. Yum. I don't know if you've ever had the tamarind barbecue that they Mm-mm. do, uh, but it's it's really good. They had things like lemon 
lemon-soaked olives, hummus, usually like five or six different types of hummus, different types of breads, different types of cheeses. Um, I mean, it, it just was all over the place. So they do tea at uh, three, three o'clock. So they bring out some like little desserts and they had actually had little English scones that were holiday spice scones and they actually had Devonshire cream with them. Oh, wow. So I, they really do it up up there. I mean, if you get the chance to stay concierge Animal Kingdom Lodge, you need to do it because it is just, it's awesome. Good deal. And, and Sean and her mom kind of hung out there, hung out in the room. You know, they went and she got to see the uh, the big Christmas tree at Grand Floridian and the, and the gingerbread house and all the stuff at the Polynesian and the Contemporary. And then the next day, that I think on Thursday, they went and did uh, Beach Club, Yacht Club, and Boardwalk. So they got to see the carousel and the train and all that stuff that they do over there. So. Oh, I love it. That's pretty cool. So I took a ton of pictures. I'll try and get them posted up this week. Uh, it's kind of been busy this weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, I that's got, not allowed. I got home and got right back into church stuff. So Yeah, I hear you. Been a little busy. But then tomorrow I go back to work. Just for four days. Then I'm done yeah. for the rest of the year. <laughs> not bad. Thank goodness. So, right. well, it does sound I'm, like you I'm had looking fun. forward to the next trip. So, like I said, I'm, we've got our travel. I've got a couple travel agency things next year. Uh, we're doing Universal in May and then a cruise in September. And then I think we're going to try and stay concierge again in February 20 so we can be down there and do the Star Wars stuff. So, I'll give it a couple months for the newness to wear off. <laughs> Good and luck with that, even helping. That'll help. But, you know. I did find some uh, information about Club 33 at Disney World while I was there this week. Three of the clubs are open. Uh, oh, really? Magic, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot are all open. Hmm. Hollywood Studios is in the old Catwalk Lounge. Uh, it's in the old Chase Lounge in the American Pavilion at Epcot. Right. And I am not sure on the Magic Kingdom one, and neither was my friend's. Because uh, it just it was a couple weeks. I thought it was somewhere in Adventureland for some reason. I think that's where it is. And I think it's in that building on the right, just after you cross into Adventureland. But don't hold me to that. Um, so we'll have to do some sleuthing. Yeah, I did some walking around because, you know, if you can find the door, it's very clear what it is because it's got a doorbell right. with a third tree on it. Right, exactly. Uh, I was able to find it at Epcot, and I was able to find it at Hollywood Studios pretty easily. But I also have, uh, I also found out we have a friend that bought in, and found out what the details are on buying in. So it started out that you had to send an email. Obviously, I think we all heard that you had to send an email for your intention that you were interested. But the buy-in was thirty-three thousand oh. dollars. That's your buy-in. Right. $15,000 a year on top of that. Holy crap. And they charge you like another five or 6,000 in food and beverage tax. Because the deal is, is they don't, they don't really charge you tax when you're in the lounge. And it does not have a restaurant like Club 33 in Disneyland has. And what is it? Just a lounge? Just a lounge. And they have food, they will have food out up there when you come in. Well, that's not nearly as cool. <clears throat> 
Oh, yeah, but wait a minute. Wait till you hear the other cool stuff that goes with this. You get fast passes that you can use anytime. Anytime. Right. Every visit. So they get like 14 fast passes a day. Wow. They get a free VIP tour for each trip up to five a year. So that means they get a VIP tour guide like my friend Shane. Right. Up to seven hours on one day. Okay. They get, uh, what else was there? Priority, priority reservations for dinner and all that kind of stuff. They just, they have a special number they call up and they make the reservations for them. And I don't know if they move people out of the way or what, but so that, that's what I know so far. I'm Hmm. going to try and get out a, a little more information out of my friend that did buy in so that's interesting yeah nice nothing i'll ever be able to afford oh but no still, um, interesting. if i hit the lottery i'll buy in and i'll i'll right. this down there <laughs> but it's a oh. one one so if you are a couple like this person i know is a couple they can bring two people in with them now if they have kids even though the kids aren't owners in it, they can bring four people. So, because they're not direct owners, but they're still part of the part of the deal, right. they can bring four people. So each person in the family basically can bring a person with them. Hmm. So, so there's no, I can't get him to call up and say, hey, clear this guy into the lounge. They won't do right. that. Hmm. Unlike Disneyland, because they did that for us in Disneyland. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So, Pretty interesting in Very that so. they could do that. So, all right, well, sounds good. <laughs> all right, hopefully, that wasn't too boring. No, 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 no. you're good. Our day's new job is killing him. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. be the old, I gotta be the old guy now. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode and for this year, come to think of it. So, uh, let's speak for myself and I believe everybody here. We hope you enjoy the rest of uh, this year and whichever holidays you are celebrating through the remainder of 2018. And uh, safe and happy New Year's to everybody. And we'll uh, we'll chat back and you'll hear us again uh, sometime in January when we all get back from stuff in our faces right. our <laughs> and, and we send the kids back to school get the hell out of the house <laughs> yeah there you go uh, so thank you everybody who's listened over this past year we enjoy doing this we love doing it thank you everybody who continues to download and listen and like all our stuff on our social media platforms we definitely do appreciate it and we'll talk to everybody next year
follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.